Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about why it's important to renew your marriage license, even though you're not required to do so. And our quote today comes from businessman James Cash Penny, better known to all of us as J.C. Penny, the man behind the department stores. And he said, growth is never by mere chance. It is the result of forces working together. And I think that's so true when we think about what happens in our marriages, that when we grow, it's by the forces, you know, his and her forces working together to grow and build an extraordinary marriage. And so as we jump into today's show, this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriages. Connect like you did when you first met. 101 proven questions for couples. And you can check this out at connectlikeyoudid.com. You know, the number one area that couples tell us they want to improve in their marriage is in their communication. And you might be thinking, well, why? And the truth is, virtually everything in your marriage revolves around how the two of you communicate. If the communication isn't going well, chances are other things in your marriage aren't either. It's time to get past talking about the bills and what's on the schedule and dig deep and learn about your spouse all over again. For those of you that are looking for a tool to improve your communication, check out this book with 101 plus questions covering all areas from finances, sex, kids, dreams, and more. Your marriage will be so happy that you got this book. And again, you can pick that up at connectlikeyoudid.com. So basically, if you don't want to talk about the kids, work, chores around the house on your next next date night grab connect like you did and just do one question doesn't have to go you don't have to go crazy just because there's 101 questions in there doesn't mean you have to sit down and do all of them at one sitting right so this head comes in and says i am a new listener to your podcast and by now you have done over 300 episodes yep but i'm still towards the beginning first of all i want to congratulate you both on your marriage and turning things around and staying strong for 20 years your podcast has inspired and helped me in my marriage We've been married for three years this July, and I can truly say that I have married my best friend. We have struggled, and with each bump in the road, we've grown stronger as a couple and more in love than when we were first together. I want to thank you both for being honest and real in your episodes. You both show that you're not afraid to admit your faults and insecurities, and you show that you work through things together. Sometimes when I'm listening to your podcast, it makes me smile because it's as if I'm listening to me and my husband talk. Our journey has been a roller coaster and we definitely have had those weeks where we're not talking or even looking in each other's directions. I stumbled upon your podcast when I was looking up how to be a better communicator with your spouse. I'm the one who struggles with this and well, my husband does sometimes too, but he's a better communicator. However, I believe as you both have said, there is always room for improvement. So I'm still continually working on this. I started listening to the first episode of the podcast where you both talk about your 60 days of sex. I could not stop listening to your podcast and eventually made my way to the seven days challenge. So later that day, I text my husband, would you like to do the seven days of sex challenge with me? He instantly replied, dang, heck yes. 
It was so cute and it warmed my heart. And later that day, we set a few rules and then decided we were going to do this. One day when I had taken a break at work, I called my husband and we were talking for a while. I made the comment that we have a few days left in our seven days. He tried to convince me that we still had seven days left. I smile as I write this because the seven day challenge has been so good for our relationship and I have noticed a change in both my husband and myself. Mm. We've been more open with each other and continue to work on our problems together. Thank you both for being so open and inspiring me and my husband to continue to grow closer together. Mm. Wow. Love it. Wow. You know, and yes, we do have over 300 episodes. This is actually episode 321. Um, And it's true. You know, when you listen to, we've heard from a lot of you that have started listening to the podcast from the beginning and you do hear a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot of change. And, and for those of you, like if you jump in and, and you listen to some of the early episodes, you don't have to, you know, get upset that we're sounding like that to each other because we've grown a lot. Right. And, and things that we used to say to each other, we don't say them anymore. Or, you know, those hiccups aren't nearly as big as they used to be. Right. And that's really from just staying consistent, mm-hmm. you know, staying consistent with our weekly podcasts which for us is our time to talk. Like we get this time to talk to each other and to you guys, but it's that consistency over six and a half years that has had an impact on our marriage. So things that you may hear, and some of you may even go back and listen to some of those and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe Tony is saying that or Elisa said that. It's life. We we grow. We, we, we become stronger as we, you know, push in together and press in together. And, you know, as Tony said in the opening, this show is about the marriage license. Mm -hmm. And, you Mm -hmm. know, the reason the show even came about is that a few weeks ago, we were participating in the marriage DNA course at C3 Church here in San Diego. And there was this couple that was presenting uh, the Hubbards. And as they were sharing about their story and about the things that they do to keep their marriage growing. One of the things that they started talking about was the marriage license. Right. And you know, the fact of the matter is, is that there are so many different licenses in people's lives that they have to renew. I mean, for all of you that are drivers, like, let's just get very basic here. If you are a driver in your state at some point in time, every so many years, you have to renew your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just send you a new one and every so many years you actually have to like go in and show up and you know, do, do the, the written test and do sometimes the do the thing. driving test again. Right. So you have to renew your driver's license. Those of you that are in professional fields, you have to renew your professional licensing. You have to do continuing ed, you know, teachers and, and those in the financial services and those in the medical field and education and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. There are all these licenses that require us to be involved in the process, to constantly be learning and growing in a particular field. Because new things are coming out. There are new... Change happens. That, yeah, right. Change happens. And what those governing bodies want for you know doctors, chiropractors, massage therapists, us as drivers to understand the new rules, regulations, laws. And by doing so... We become acquainted with it. We, you know, for some of us, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, do a, a crash course on the driving test again if we got to do the written one because we haven't taken it for so long. Others, like Elisa said, you have to do yearly continuing education to make sure that your license stays up to date. And so one of the things that Matt and Michaela Hubbard were saying is, you know, all of these other areas of our lives have to, you have to keep working on your licensing, right? Except for, except for the marriage license, right? We, we go to the courthouse or wherever, you know, you have to go 
there's the, you know the department of it's licensing it's, right but it's it's part of your county right? it's like the, the vital bureau of vital statistics or i forget what it is it varies but you go and you know you you fill out your form we've got ours actually right here in our office in front of us and you know you fill in your names and whatever and they stamp it and it's all good and official and and then you probably stick it in the safe or where the file cabinet wherever you keep your important papers and short of actually somebody saying hey are you guys really married you don't ever pull this thing out again ever and most people aren't even working towards continuing education in their marriages and and as a result there are so many marriages that are suffering because we're not doing the continuing education to make our marriage work right right To, to be at the forefront of that field which is the union of the two of you. And and I can stand here behind this microphone and share with you. That was the first 11 years of our marriage. We did zero continuing it. I think maybe we went, I don't even know if we went to a marriage retreat in the first 11 years. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I I can't think of anything, you know, maybe, maybe a couple date nights, you know, right. I mean, but that's not really continuing it. And (laughs) you know, as, as the gal said in the hug that I read at this opening of the show, she said, you know, there's always room for improvement, right? And that's really the attitude that we need to embrace in our marriages because, you know, the wedding doesn't, you know, that's not the arrival point, right? That's the starting point, like getting to the altar and saying I do and, you know, swapping the finger, the rings and having that first kiss. That's the beginning of the journey. That's not your destination, right? Right. You know, the destination is what happens 5, 10, 15, 20, 50, 60 years down the road, you're on a, consist, a cons, constant journey to get to the destination. And in all honesty, you're never going to get there. You know what? I was listening to uh, KPBS the other day, and they were interviewing a couple that had been married. Oh, I think I heard this. Still alive. 85 years. He's 110. I heard them. And she's 100 years old. Iranians who immigrated to Canada. Yes, I heard that couple. Unbelievable. And they're feisty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they were way... I heard that couple. Mm-hmm. They were way feisty. And, you know, I mean, they, they've been through a lot together. I mean, they went. They were in Iran, um, this particular couple, during the 1979, all, the coup and all the military stuff. And then they emigrated, you know, to a completely different environment in Canada. Here's the thing. They went through a lot together. And they're still married 85 years later. Unbelievable. Right? You know, it's, kids, grandkids, great-grandkids. Yeah, because they had some... Forget what the like numbers 20 were. Twenty great grandchildren yeah. or something. I mean, it was pretty crazy. But like the like the hug said earlier, you know, there's always room to improve. And you know, one of the things that Matt Michaela Hubbard shared is that you know this idea of actually having your marriage license out. Right. They right. shared that they know someone who actually like framed it, and it's the first thing that people see when they walk into their home. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it becomes this conversation piece of why on earth would you have your marriage license? Like the first thing that people see. And for this couple, it was all about, you know, recognizing the fact that this is like the most important relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the thing like they have to be looking at this marriage license to remind themselves, you know, what, we need to work on our communication. We need to make sure our finances are working. We need to make sure we're being physically intimate with each other. We need to make sure our, our spiritual intimacy is on track. We need to go on dates regularly. Right. But by having that up there, it not only is a reminder to the two of them, it's a reminder to everybody that walks into their home that their marriage is a priority. Mm-hmm. And, and so it actually got Tony and I thinking, and we've got some ideas that we're bubbling around um, right now that we're going to be sharing in future shows as far as what you can do with your marriage license and get creative with it. But as we talk about this, you know, one of the things I want you guys to realize is just like all of those professionals 
that have to do continuing ed to stay at the top of their field, you, me, and every single one of you listening has to do continuing ed to stay, uh, stay up to speed with your marriage. Because it's not just what you can learn to improve these different areas, like I was saying, communication, finances, sexual intimacy. It's continuing ed with your spouse. Right. Because let me tell you something. The 23-year-old guy that I married almost 20 years ago is not the same guy that I'm married to today. Right? I mean, he looks the same, you know, just just a tad over 25. Right? I mean, he's nowhere near looking like he's 43. You know, there are hey, a lot- I'm still 42. 42. Well, you're almost 43. Yes. But not yet. Not yet. Not even close. It's like two months away. Right. You know, there are a lot of similarities to that 23-year-old guy, but a lot of things have changed in his life. A lot of things have changed in terms of his dreams, in terms of his aspirations, in terms of the concerns that he has. And if I didn't keep up with what was going on with him, and I still was treating him like I treat that 23-year-old guy that I married all those years ago, then we start having a disconnect because I don't know who he is and I'm not treating, I'm not loving the man that I have now. I'm still living in the past with the guy that I married 20 years ago. Right. And that's a, that's a, that's a tough place to live in because if you're always looking to your past as those are the good old days, then you're never going to enjoy the days ahead. Or even the days you're in right now. Right. Or even the present moment because really we're only given this present moment together and so, you know, as we were talking about this today and looking over this and going, okay, you know, the marriage license is the only license that you don't have to renew. And yet you guys are, you guys are the ones that are looking at, you know, the continuing education. You're, you're here, you're listening, you're, you're going, okay, what can we do this week? And you know, here at the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, we love to challenge you guys each and every week to try something that we're discussing, right? Now, it may not always work out. It may not fit you, you know, in particular, but we're saying, hey, look at what we're doing. Look what we're discussing and, and add that to your marriage somehow, some in some way. And so what we really want to do today is share with you how you can renew your license, how you renew your marriage license on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis. So that way you're continuing to grow and knowing that you don't have to go back in and and take a test or anything to get your license again. But we want you to be getting that continuing education. So our goal here is to share a number of books that Elisa and I have read recently, I would say in the last year. And one thing I want to say with books, um, we're inundated with information and reading. Hey, if you're an audio learner, go grab, uh, what is it? Uh, Audible. Audible. Go grab Audible. Or I know on iTunes, you can get books, audio books, whatever way that you can consume and listen and understand. One th- another thing I want to say is that if you pick up a book and you get the nugget in the first 50 pages... There's nobody telling you or saying that you have to finish the book. Many of the books I'm going to read off from my side, these are books that I've read halfway through. Some I've read all the way through. Some I've only read a quarter of the way through because I got what I was looking for in that moment, in that season. And it doesn't mean I'm, I won't go back to it. I may go back to it. They sit, they sit on my nightstand. And so I may go through them and go, oh, wow, that's another that's another good read. And, and, and I may start in a different area. I may look through the 
the the outline at the beginning, just going, okay, where, you know, the table of contents and where am I going to go in? Where am I going to dive in right now so that I can grow in my life and in my marriage? Absolutely. And, you know, so we're going to be sharing some books. We're going to be sharing some other um, audio programs that you guys can check out. And, you know, again, to some extent, we're preaching to the choir because you guys listen to the show week in and week out. But you may actually know someone this week as you're thinking about this show, as you're listening to these resources, who you're like, you know what? They could probably use a little continuing ed. They could probably tap into some of these resources. If that's the case, if somebody comes to mind as you're listening to the show, reach out and forward the show link to them, right? Reach out and say, you know what? I thought of you when I was listening to this. You might want to check this out. Might have some great, great ideas for you. You know, most people aren't going to get upset with you if you're coming at it from a spirit of love. Right. And in all honesty, you might just be that resource that they need to turn things around in their marriage by sharing the show. Right. And, and one last thing, baby doll. I will have all the links here in the show notes. So this is episode 31. So you can come back to the site and look for episode 31 if you want. Episode, episode 321. 321. What did I say? You said episode 31. Oh, no. Sorry. Episode 321. Yes. 321. And if you want, grab a pen and paper and here we go. Here we go. So you, the first one that I'm going to share is the Journal of Best Practices by David Finch. This is one that you guys have heard me talk mm-hmm. about quite a bit on the show. I love this book because of the premise behind it. Couple, um, the husband discovers that he has Asperger's syndrome. And regardless of whether or not Asperger's syndrome is in your marriage, this is a book that I think every couple needs to read. And the reason why is that when he couldn't understand how to do his marriage, he set out to create a manual for his wife and for his marriage, right? So he had post-it notes everywhere. And what he ended up doing was figuring out what worked for his wife, what worked for his kids, what worked for his marriage, right? And I actually, this is a book that I recommend to all of my coaching clients because it's one of those things where I think if we approached our marriages as I, I need to work on this, right? I need to have the manual to Tony. I need to have the manual to Elisa. I need, then we're not expecting things to just happen. We're not relying on ESP. We're not relying on, you know, touchy feely stuff. We're like, okay, I know if I clean the hair out of the sink in the bathroom, it's going to make Tony happy. Check. Let me put that on my list. So journal of best practices by David Finch. My first one is the 15 invaluable laws of growth. We're talking about growth. This is by John C. Maxwell, who's written, I don't know, a hundred plus books. But if you want to learn the invaluable laws of growth and how they can help you, pick this book up, John C. Maxwell. It's a great read. It's a it's a pretty thick book, I will tell you that. But overall, I mean, it's just, you know, it tells you and it shares with you like the law of intentionality. Bingo. Do- Have you guys ever heard us talk about intentionality on this show? I mean, uh, virtually every week. That's what your action item is. Right. The law of awareness, the law of the mirror, reflection, consistency, your environment, design, pain, law of the ladder. Um, Here's the thing. I mean, a business book and what's it speaking to each one of those, each one of those is all about relationships and marriage. Yep. So, you know, don't, don't shy. I often tell people don't shy away from those business books because so many of them that talk about relationships, those are the same principles that work between a husband and a wife. Because guess what? You're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. so don't don't get turned off because it's about business. Think about it in your mind when you're listening to an author read the book to you or you're reading the book. Just in your mind, think about this from a standpoint of your home being 
that organization. Mm-hmm. It's That's your good. home is the organization. It's not a company. It's not some, you know, it's not a big brand that we may see, you know, as we're driving around, but your home is the organization and you can use those principles to have a major impact in shifting your marriage. So the next one I want to share with you guys is the seven principles for making marriage work by John Gottman and Nan Silver. Fantastic. Um, John Gottman is one of the foremost relationship experts um, of our time. And this book and how he breaks down relationships from, from a very scientific standpoint. I mean, he's researched thousands and thousands of couples over, you know, longitudinal studies and things like that. And he just makes it so tangible. Mm-hmm. that you can read this book and you can identify so easily. And you're like, oh, that's us. Or I've seen that happen in my marriage. You know, when he talks about the four horsemen of, of conflict and things like that, and you're like, oh, that's what we do. And that, and I, you know, I read this book because I was trying to, you know, as I was helping couples and coaching, I'm like, I, I, I need more resources, right? It's my continuing education. And yet when I read it, I thought, oh, I see some of our marriage in this book. And so, you know, he, he just drills it down in such an easy to read way. And, you know, we all want to make our marriages work, right? So why not get seven principles? And again, like with all these books, pick a chapter or two that appeals to you if you're not going to read the whole thing and just be like, I'm just going to jump into this Mm -hmm. because you're going to pull out those pieces that are most applicable to where you are right now. And and then just start putting it into practice. Like we tell you every week. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time for you to start loving on your spouse again. Mm. Maybe... You know, the feelings, the butterflies, the, that, that, that pitter patter of your heart is no longer there. And you're wondering like, well, what do we do now? Because we've only been married two years and we said till death do us part. And so you're sitting there going, where am I? I would say pick up uh, from our good friend, Dave Willis, the seven laws of love. Mm. And this was really a journey of learning from the one who is love, Jesus. And how do we take that and use those principles that Jesus used when he was here on earth with our spouse and use them over and over. And it gives us another understanding of love from a different place than that of just feelings and emotions. Because believe me, after almost 20 years of marriage with Elisa, I don't get those butterflies anymore, folks. I don't get them like I did when I first met her. They're different. And I've had to understand those. And so through reading this book, I've learned to love her in a different way where I'm not set on my feelings and emotions. I'm I'm going after a deeper level of love. So that way, the love I have for her will sustain a lifetime. Mm. And, you know, some of you may be thinking, okay, I, I, you know, I'm not a reader. I actually need a program, right? Tell me about some programs. And for those of you that haven't heard us talk about any of the programs that we offer here at One Extraordinary Marriage, I want to actually just share two of them with you. Um, I said in the, in the opening, you know, communication is one of the top areas that couples say, I, I want to work on. I want to improve this. And so I want to direct you to he zig, she zags get your communication on the same path. And uh, I know Tony's going to have the link to that, but you can also just go to he zig, she zags.com. I mean, this is a program that we built based on how we changed the communication in our own marriage. And it has now helped thousands of couples around the world change the communication in their marriage. And you know, it's, it's the, it's drilled down. It's the simple stuff. It's, you know, how to choose your battles. 
choose your time, how to, how to have an agenda for your meetings, how to extend grace and forgiveness, how to use palms up, you know, all of these different things. And, you know, this is a program that has both video and audio and worksheets. So no matter what your learning style is, this is going to speak to you. Mm -hmm. So that's on communication. The second one I want to share with you is, um, it's our trust workshop and you can find that it's trust me at trustmeagain.com. And, you know, trust, I mean, if you've been married for more than, you know, a day, trust has probably been broken on some level in your marriage. That's just truth. You know, we all in small ways and big ways break the trust in our relationships. And so trust me again at trustmeagain.com, you're going to be able to go through a systematic process for rebuilding the trust in your marriage. You're going to learn what you both have to do. You're going to learn the areas where trust can be broken or maybe where it's already been broken and how you can put safeguards and guardrails around your marriage. So if you're looking for programs, we're going to have links to both He Zigs, She Zags and Trust Me Again um, in the show notes as well. Yep. A book that I just picked up, I've heard so many great things about it. And this is where I want to grow personally as a man as I continue to grow, it's a book called Maximize Manhood. And I have not read it, but I am going to, I'm sharing this on just from what I've read, just the little bit that I've read about it and all the good words that I've heard about it from many of my friends and mentors. Mm -hmm. And so for you guys out there who are ready to, you know, step up, you know, we want to maximize our manhood and who we are. I would say pick this up with me and let's start reading it. The next one that I want to share is called Bose Cafe. Oh, uh, such a good book. <laughs> this is one of Tony's favorites. It's by oh, John Lynch, Bill Thrall, and Bruce McNichol. Yeah. Um, if anger is an issue in your marriage, this is a book that you both need to read. Um, plain and simple. Tony was directed to this book when anger was a big factor in our marriage. Right. When he was a very, very angry man following the death of our second son, Andrew. And this is a book that really puts that anger in perspective. Mm -hmm. It really, you know, strips back at the layers and it really... Um, and this is a novel. This is, this is right. a novel. And I'm telling That's you, the characters that... Uh, the authors develop in here are just so profound, so amazing that I think it can touch each and every one of us from a different perspective of who we are and where we are in life. Mm -hmm. And so if you know you're you're looking for something in that area where where anger is just ripping you and your family apart, pick up Bose Cafe. I love their stuff. I just absolutely love their stuff. Um, the next book that I have, is called Prayer That Brings Revival. And uh, this is by by David Cho. He actually is the pastor of the largest church in the world in Seoul, Korea, with something somewhere around like 750,000 folks. It, it is phenomenal. And I truly believe through prayer, we can have massive breakthrough. And yet, we need to have prayer that is bringing revival to our lives, to our city, to our spouse, to our country. And this is just a great book. It sort of dives in and breaks breaks it down on how we can do that. And, you know, just gives some really good insights. So this is one of those books right now that I, I recently picked up and am reading through. And so far, I mean, I'm getting really good nuggets. And it's probably going to be one that I'll read over again, though. 
So the next book that I want to share is the book Intimacy Ignited mm. by Dillo and Pintus. And for those of you that maybe haven't listened to some of those early episodes, this is actually the book behind One Extraordinary Marriage. This is the book that we were doing as a, when Tony said all those years ago, hey, I want to do a small group study and I want to talk about sex. And I said, fine, find me a book. This is the book that he brought home and said, this is, this is the book that we're going to use. And, and so this is the book that we were using in that small group study while we were going through the 60 Days of Sex Challenge. This is the book that, that really made clear because of how the authors um, worked through Song of Solomon in the Bible and just pulled out so many biblical truths about marriage and applicable to where each of us are today. So Dillo and Pintus, Intimacy Ignited, definitely a must read. Yep. And then one for financial intimacy is One Bed, One Bank Account. This is a quick read from our friends over uh, uh, Derek and Carrie Olson. It's a great book, but it doesn't get into all the the big like spreadsheets and, you know, hedge funds or, you know, mutual funds or 401k SEPs, you know, what they really get into and what they break down to is the communication Mm. of money within your family. And so this is one of those books. Again, it's not, it's not huge. It's a great read. I think, you know, nine, 10 chapters, um, but it's about you guys getting together and communicating about your money. So guys, we've given you quite a bit to explore in this next week. And you know, this is just, this is just top of the iceberg. I mean, Tony and I have bookshelves full of resources for marriage and in all different areas, but you know, here's the thing, take one of those titles that sounds interesting to you. Just one. And maybe you and your your husband or your wife are going to have different ones, but but order it from Amazon this week. You know, get it. You know, go to the link, and, and we'll have all the links. We've got all the titles. You don't have to worry about it. But but get one, and start digging into it. Because here's the thing: your marriage license is so important that you've got to be working to make that 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 period of time that relationship. You've got to work continuously at it. You've got to be doing continuing education. You've got to be renewing your marriage license on a daily basis if you want to have an extraordinary marriage. Yep. So go out there. I'll have all the links here in episode 321. Just go click through, read them, pick one up. You know, audiobook, Kindle, the actual paperback book, whatever it is, grow in your life, grow in your marriage as you renew your marriage license this week. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. We're looking forward to hearing which book you picked up. So let us know in the comments. Love you guys. Take care.